I caught my husband cheating. And so I broke off the marriage. But after the twisted truth came out, I want him back. You know, sometimes when you let something go, when you let a bird go, you want that bird back. Well, it's kind of hard because it's got wings. It's got wings. It's got little talons Unless that you will clip poke the your wings hands. So it can't really fly. You know, then you just be an asshole. Yeah, but you got your bird. You're uh, an asshole with a bird. An asshole with the bird. A pirate, actually. That's what they call pirates. Assholes with birds. Yarg. Yarg. I want a cracker. Hello, everyone. My husband, 35 male, and I, 30 female, married for eight years, have been separated for the last 14 months, and I need help and advice on how to rekindle our relationship. We are currently not on speaking terms, and all of our arrangements go through our lawyer, but I will have an opportunity over Christmas to clear the air and set things straight, as he will be flying in from Sydney to spend time with the kids. Okay, this is your shot. So, what happened? I received a Facebook message in September last year that my husband, quote unquote, was taking and exchanging naked photos with another woman on Tinder. Uh oh. Yeah, she was just inspecting. You yeah, know, just yeah. like yeah. Oh, 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 um, uh, uh, sorry. I'm just uh on Tinder providing a service. I'm doing a a little bit of a breast cancer harm reduction. So yeah. please show me those titties so I can make sure you don't have cancer. You're We're welcome. We're doing the world a favor here. We're doing God's work over here. Um, also, uh, uh, we do provide in-person inspections, too. <laughs> yeah. We spoke on the phone for a bit, and the only proof she had was a screenshot of their conversations and his profile. Long story short, hope he did some sleuthing. I downloaded Tinder and found his profile with his location less than one kilometer away. Yikes. Yikes. Man's in your own house. I was convinced that he was cheating, and we had a terrible fallout that evening, which led to my family coming over to calm the situation, but instead it escalated when my brother punched and grabbed hold of my husband. Joking. Huh. Bah! Who, who's the brother-in-law now? Not you! The neighbors called the police and my husband was asked to pack a few things and stay elsewhere for a while. We separated shortly after and he has since moved to Sydney to be closer with his ailing father but sees our kids for a weekend twice a month. Damn. Okay, so I guess... Cheat an asshole is out of your life. I guess so. Or is he? Oh, my. Fast forward to the beginning of November. This year, my neighbor rocked up at my doorstep to tell me that her husband was catfishing women on dating apps using my husband's photos. Stop it. Stop it. Damn. You know your husband a hottie when people are using him to catfish. That's so crazy. But he still, but he sent pictures of, I guess the catfish sent pictures of himself. Well, yeah, but no face. There was, no face, maybe. So so he's just he's just ugly he's, on the face. Yeah, but his boat his bod is rocking. Man, oh, oh, he's just doing pure dick pics. Ooh, just Ooh, that baby. sweet ride. Yeah. Uh, dang. Show me that dong, daddy. Looks like a horse upstairs and downstairs. <laughs> oh, does the carpet match the drapes <laughs> he downloaded these photos from a macbook that we lent him during covid and some of these photos were intimate in nature and of me so he did steal those so those were real nudies wow dude creepy neighbor the police are currently dealing with this all of this has been relayed to my husband through his lawyer but his response has been lukewarm and said we could talk about it over christmas i am so scared that we might be too far down the rabbit hole and that he will likely push for divorce even though i know that we love each other deeply oh but this took a massive toll on our mental health finances and the well-being of our three kids oh no and he, he got freaking smacked in the face yeah by oh. the brother and everyone thinks like, oh, yeah, like he definitely did it. Wow. 
freaking rough, dude. Freaking rough. Okay, so the question from OP is, what's the best way to approach him in December and make amends? I thought about having a therapist present and maybe that will help, but I have yeah. doubts and think it may be better to not involve others. The aftermath was devastating for us both and more so for him when his friends and family wrote him off. I still love him and have never stopped, but I know it will be on his terms if he is willing to give it another chance. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. There is an update. Sam, you know we talk about a lot of really hard situations on this podcast. Oh, baby, the hardest. And you know, Sam, that's not the only thing that we need hard in this world. Fellas, if you're trying to play a little game of hide the zucchini and you want that zucchini to be nice, firm, and strong, I think you're going to want to hear about our, our next sponsor. We are working with Blue Chew, ladies and gentlemen. Blue Chew tablets. It is the best option to get your wiener stiff. And you might be like, oh, I don't need it. But hey, you never know until you try. You could already be Arnold Schwarzenegger, but what if you were Superman? What if you were Tom Brady throwing spirals every freaking day in the bedroom? That's right, guys. Blue Chew wants you to have better sex. And I do too, personally. We want your dongs rock hard. Discover all your options at bluechew.com. Just chew it and do it, baby. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code OKOP at checkout. Just pay five bucks shipping i'm like free like actually free that's bluechew.com promo code okop to receive your first month free come on visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information and i just want to thank bluechew one more time for sponsoring this podcast and making the hard things hard and our life easy oh yes back to the episode but what would you do and what would you guys do if you realize truly you, like this cheating husband that you thought you had is actually like not a cheating husband maybe a stand-up guy yeah, I mean, honestly, y'all probably have a better idea than me. I'm a little bit drawing a blank, but I guess I guess the thing is like all you can really do, I feel like, is come to him and be like, look, this wasn't your fault. Like you got all this all this he got stuff you don't deserve. Yeah, he got all a of this ton stuff. Of shit, and it's dude. so unfair for you and it's awful and it's and it's and it's disgusting. And you know, I'm so sorry about everything. And can we uh, attempt to work back and you know you tell me what you need and, and we just communicate and but the see thing if we is, can she build. never she like didn't even try to believe him that's totally, the other yeah. thing like, like, and like I feel like we've we've seen stories where it has been super damning but yeah, catfishing ha happens all the time yeah totally and the fact that she didn't believe didn't, him yeah yeah that's kind of rough yeah man yeah it's everyone tough, loses dude. really it's tough because it's tough. I, I understand OP you know being Doubtful with evidence. With but there's an update. Oh, goodness. Unfortunately, after having sat down and discussed things, it was decided that our marriage is beyond repair. Oh, and that we man. should go our separate ways. Man. He's currently in therapy and was requested that we have a clean break and no further contact in the future. I intend to respect his wishes and will continue to communicate through his lawyer on matters that concern our kids. I have since cleared the air with our families and friends and still actively work towards repairing his reputation. I'd also like to clarify the assault and why my parents came over in the first place. Because her right, brother, brother yeah. gave him an old ring. The night of the argument, I called my mother to ask if I could drop off our kids and if they could spend the evening there. But she was concerned about my emotional state and asked that I stay put and they could come fetch the kids instead. They arrived and my brother opted to stay outside while my parents came inside to grab the kids in their bags. At this point, my father asked to talk to my ex and calm the situation. My mom dragged me away to get the kids and their bags ready. My brother was very confused when we came outside and was triggered by my mom saying that my ex might have cheated. My brother reacted the moment my ex 
walked out and grabbed my arm in a nonviolent way, leading to the punch and scuffle on the front lawn. He was remorseful and apologized even before we found out my ex was not to blame. It is a series of unfortunate events that have changed many lives and robbed my family of our love and happiness. Now I have to focus on my kids, my depression, and coming to terms with the divorce. I will never forget, but hopefully the pain won't be as intense. Damn, that sucks. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you guys would do in this situation. Like, would you like as, as the guy who yeah. had all of this come out against him that was not true, and and as the girl too? But John, what do you think? What would you do? Okay, here's what I think. Go s- sue the guy who catfished. My God, like yeah. Just- if your if, if your family is in a a tough financial situation because of this. If that ain't emotional damage, I don't know what is. Oh my god! You screwed like, over entire family. At least get a bag from me. I, I, I and, and you know, not even the bag. I just like like somebody. Some like maybe it's pay. pay, but so I, I, low key, like I don't know. I'm just like, hey, you caused all of this. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know. That's that's something that just as the story was ending, I'm like, okay, yeah. maybe that's like. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, sue the <sighs> out of that neighbor. Sue sue the neighbor man and like oh. Other than that, all I think Opie's right. Respect the wishes. Keep it moving. Get in therapy yourself yeah. for sure. A million percent. Uh, work on yourself. Rebuild yourself. Try and build build your life back yeah. afterwards. I think that's kind of all you can do. And I won't quite say that Opie is an a-hole, but almost. Because yeah, like, so? I feel like there's not, there wasn't really enough evidence. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess, I yeah. I guess the neighbor so had hard. private photos that, that were yeah. released. I, I feel like it's pretty reasonable to like, if you see those, and she probably recognized it where it's like, oh, like, yeah, this is him. I but, mean, but wouldn't they have sent those to each other? The catfish and well, no, wouldn't, wouldn't the wife have sent, uh, wouldn't the husband have sent the, 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 the nudie photos to his wife? They were on their laptop. Yeah. But like, wouldn't they have seen them before? Oh, like would she be like, oh, wait, is this like literally exactly what uh, he sent to me? Uh, maybe they were just, you know, swapping them back and forth. So yeah, much so many you don't even realize. I don't know. And probably yeah. in in the also, I would say in the moment, maybe she wouldn't recognize it initially. But that is a good question. Like after you have a chance to like really sit and, you know, yeah. <laughs> like if I was if I was the husband, I would be trying to prove my innocence because yes. it looks really bad. Yeah. But if I was the wife, I would be like maybe trying to. Like at least hear like especially if you have kids with the person like at least hear it that guy's like like his side of the story yeah. out and be like hey I it, like I don't like this looks really bad you're gonna have to come back with something that proves that this is not you why didn't it almost sounds I maybe we just didn't get the context in the story it almost sounded like the husband wasn't going like super hard on proving his innocence which is crazy because he was completely innocent yeah. So I I don't know, man. This yeah, one it's tough. It's a tough situation. Yeah. Really tough. But um it's crazy also just how like one one like one neighbor can just screw your entire life. All of it. Yeah. Never lend your laptop. That's yeah. what I've learned. But I I think it's also like it's not just the neighbor though. It's like if a relationship has a lot of trust built in. Right. You can kind of even weather these things by like making sure your communication doesn't break down in the face of even something like this. Leaning on the trust to give someone a chance and opportunity where it's like the worst that can happen is, uh, you know, it's still the same. The same thing did actually cheat. The best thing that could happen is you actually find out that they did not cheat. Yeah. So actually, yeah, you're right. That is the true lesson. Like, yeah, because it's like like, yeah, you can blame the neighbor. And of course, the neighbor is to blame. Yeah. I think also like there was communication that broke down too that mm-hmm. led to the divorce. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's true. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, who is to blame? What would you do if you were the husband? What would you do if you were the, the wife? And we'll see you in the next episode. Love you. I told my pregnant daughter I will have nothing to do with raising our baby. I am a 56-year-old mother to a 33-year-old Kelly. Mm. I love how it's like not, like not, a, not a daughter, just a Kelly. <laughs> Her name is Kelly. And grandmother to a 16-year-old Opal. It's a great name. Love yeah, that name. It's cute. cute. I like it. Uh, beautiful as an opal. Kelly became pregnant with opal at 16. Yikes. Rough, man. 16, man. My husband, Eddie, and I have always believed in having the right to choose. However, Kelly insisted that she wanted to keep the baby and not give it up for adoption. Okay. There you have it. Damn. That's, that's commitment. That's, that's a bold move. Bold move. We helped a lot as Kelly was only 17 when Opal was born, which I, I hope the parents would help a lot, dude. Like having a kid at 17 is yeah, nuts. Yeah, man. It's got to be really hard. Super tough. However, Kelly would rarely help with parenting, even when she was available. It's like, do your chores. <laughs> Feed your baby. It's no, so, mom. And it's, and it's so, yeah, literally, it's like so crazy because they're like, like an angsty teenager. It's like, no, mom, I'm listening to the new Britney Spears CD. <sighs> Stop bothering me. Uh. <laughs> it's like, bro, that's your child. <laughs> uh, well, to, to update it for, for this generation, what, 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 uh, you were listening to the new Olivia Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. BTS just dropped a new album, mom. <laughs> Come on! Uh, they even, did just drop a new album, by the way. What BTS, BTS just did? Yeah, oh, I saw it on like big Spotify BTS fan right over here. You know me. <laughs> I'm just out here just fucking bumping BTS in bumping. my ear holes all day. Um, even asking her to watch Opal for an hour while we ran errands was an issue. It was rare that Kelly wouldn't complain about why she had to be there to look after Opal. <laughs> it's your freaking kid, bro. You wanted this. Oh man. Um. Kelly chose not to attend college after graduation. She had a job with a flexible schedule, yet she rarely made herself available for Opal. Kelly was only home to sleep or get dressed for some party. She also relied on us to purchase supplies and book appointments for Opal. Eddie and I would have serious talks with Kelly that she needed to step up as a parent. Kelly would only make empty promises and never follow through with them. Ah, man. Kelly's not a good mom. Yeah, dude. I would have expected more from a 17-year-old mother. <laughs> Just kidding. You dude. angsty teenager. Why aren't yeah. you the perfect mom? Yeah, I don't dude. understand. But I don't know what you do as a parent. Like, if your kid really wants to keep the kid, like, you can't say, like, Well, yeah, no. what are you going to say? No? I mean, yeah, you, you're going to keep it. So, and it's, so hard. It's, like, it's like an angsty teen. Like, you're usually fighting over, like, you know, come back, come back before 1130. Not, like. Change your child's diapers or like watch yeah. them. Like, this is a completely different stakes. Such a, such, yes, way different stakes. Kelly moved out when Opal was six. Kelly comes around maybe once a fortnight. I love fortnight. <laughs> once a she, fortnight. This is a middle-aged mom right it here. It has been a fortnight since I saw you last. <laughs> Kelly comes around once a fortnight and for holidays. But Eddie and I have been the ones to raise Opal. And Opal is doing extremely well. She has good friends, plays tennis, participates in volunteer projects, and plans to be a marine biologist after graduation. Dude, I'm, t I'm team Opal over here. Sa snaps for Opal. Yeah. I mean, like, Kelly didn't do a good job raising her. Kelly didn't do a good job raising her, but at least the parents did. Dude, they crushed it. The OP, the parent parents. That's right. I guess the grandparents, yeah. Yeah, grandparenting. Grand yeah, grandparenting. Yeah. 
Killed it. The school year ended for Opal last week, so we had a nice dinner to celebrate her good grades. Kelly came along with several other family members. We were all chatting and enjoying dinner together when Kelly stood up to make an announcement. <gasps> she announced to us that she was pregnant with her boyfriend's child. Come on. What are we doing? What is going on? Kelly's womb is freaking in overdrive. <laughs> well, it was 16 years apart. <laughs> One baby every 16 years? <laughs> you totally just freaking, right. you just got a freaking bazooka between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, that's coming from my family. My, my, uh, my grandma had 10 kids. <laughs> she was firing those things out every nine months, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, like, what's the most kids that anyone's ever had? Let's look it up. <laughs> yes, John's on the case. What's I'm actually really excited for this one. Well, I mean, you have like the Aka moms. Be a ton. Yeah, but it can't be. It can't be men because, like, men could have like a thousand kids. You know, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's one. Like Genghis Khan had. Well, actually, I want. I want both. I want both. Yeah, Genghis okay. Khan. Is, I heard Genghis Khan is related to like. Six percent of all Asian people. I've heard something like that too. Uh, but it's probably lower than that. I don't know. Get on the case. All right. So check me out. All right. I'm all checking. right. So the woman, uh, Valentina Vasilevyev. Okay. I butchered that. Uh, gave birth to a grand total of sixty-nine children. Sixty-nine. <laughs> sixty-nine children. <laughs> yep. Of like from one marriage or uh, multiple marriages? I have no uh, 16 pairs of twins, seven sets of triplets, and four sets of quadruplets. Good God. This is the most fertile woman on planet Earth. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It was between 1725 and 1765 with a total of 27 births. Bro. But 69 kids. Okay, wait, wait. Now, now we got to do Genghis Khan. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it wasn't giving me a straight answer. Um... I think he's related to because like they said it's, it says 14, but those are the people that those are like legitimate kids. Yeah. The legit kids. Is it Genghis or Khan like, or Attila the Hun? I'm pretty sure it's Genghis. Uh, Genghis Khan. Um, 8% of men living in the former Mongol empire. 8% of men in the front. That's a, that's a hundreds of thousands or million. That's insane. Okay. She announced to us that she was pregnant with her boyfriend's child. <gasps> Then we already were upset because this was supposed to be Opal's special moment and Kelly announcing her pregnancy was completely inappropriate. Eddie and I said nothing and Kelly started to say how she and her boyfriend were so busy with life right now. Then began to talk about how grateful she was that she would always look after our grandchildren and how since we had gained so much joy from raising Opal, we would be even happier raising this second baby. Excuse me? Raising the second baby? Just You're automatic? <laughs> you should be raising it. What are you doing? Is that oh like, my God. The audacity of just saying, you're going to have so much raising this. So much fun raising this next one. Bro. Just you wait. Just absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. After Eddie and I called her out, Kelly confirmed that she had expected us to adopt and raise this second baby as well. No, Kelly said how she and her boyfriend did not have time to raise a baby. Why would you make the announcement? <gasps> I'm like too that? busy, but I'm having a baby, but you Why can take you? it. 
and I don't want it, but yay. Oh my God. Um, Kelly said how she and her boyfriend did not have time to raise a baby, <laughs> but that putting up the baby for adoption would be throwing it away. She assumed we, at almost 60 years old, would have no troubles or opposition to raising a newborn baby. Of course, she she should be able to just dump whatever she wants on her on her parents, especially in their old age. This <laughs> Give is them ridiculous. A this is ridiculous. <laughs> oh God. Eddie and I interrupted Kelly and told her we would have nothing to do with raising this new baby and would not be providing anything for it. Supplies, child care, etc. Kelly flipped out and an argument ensued. Kelly called us heartless and claimed we were willing to throw our grand we were willing to throw our grandchild away. Eddie and I called her selfish for expecting us to raise another child. We are too old to raise a baby. <laughs> Kelly is 33 and needs to grow the fuck up. Oh my God. Give the baby up for adoption or be a parent and raise it yourself. Ugh. Kelly was left in tears. Now the family has broken into sides. The ones agreeing with Kelly saying we adopted Opal and are sending the message that we don't care about our newest grandchild. Others are saying we should have taken her aside privately instead of shooting her down in front of everyone. And our reaction was cruel. Eddie and I feel that we had to be blunt with Kelly and not sugarcoat reality, which I think is true because it seems like they've been sugarcoating it for all these years because she just thought she could have a baby and just be like, this is your problem now. It's just it's just it's just so amazing and incredible that like not only does is Kelly this delusional, but many family members think like it just this blows my mind. Ridiculous, dude. Ridiculous. Oh, my God. Opal likes to show us stories from here sometimes. So I thought it would be a good place to ask for a neutral perspective. Am I the a-hole? What do you think, John? No. <laughs> no, not the a-hole. But there is an edit. Oh. Opal is always able to express her feelings with me and Eddie. Opal also has a therapist who is available to speak whenever she needs it. Awesome. Opal visited the therapist weekly during middle school, but now hasn't needed to see him more than once a month. We will be taking Opal on a mall trip to make up for what happened at the celebration dinner. We spoke privately to Opal after this incident, and she knows we in no way view her as a burden. Our granddaughter is a blessing, and many, of her, and many of her happiest moments involve supporting Opal and watching her grow up. But Opal is 16. She doesn't need the kind of constant attention and care that a newborn baby does. We are now too old to, able to, we are now too old to be able to adequately raise a newborn baby, even if we wanted to. The biggest problem is that Kelly is now an adult and needs to start acting like one. For real. Kelly is supposed to outlive us. The reality is that Eddie and I aren't going to be alive for her and her children in our entire lives. It is why Kelly needs to accept that she cannot expect us to take on her responsibilities and must be independent. What? Why, why can't I just have as many children as I want to give them to you to raise? Uh, why can't I do that? I want this is the to. dumbest thing ever, bro. <laughs> what I love is that Opal at 16 seems like way more mature than her mom at 33. Right. I know. I mean, she's going to therapy. She. It sounded like she very she clearly. Together. Which also, like, I could understand if Opal maybe like felt away a bit when the grandparents said, like, "Oh, was I?" But like, I could I could see her questioning that. Yeah. But it sounded like she was like very mature and was like, "No, I I totally understand." Like, you know, you weren't. That wasn't any way a dig at me or anything like that. Like, very mature, dude. Opal's the goat. Opal is the goat. 